you found Zane Matthews Between the Music On Demand, featuring local content from Town Square Media's Cool 107.9 in Grand Junction, Colorado. I have special guests in the studio today to talk about their attempt at doing the impossible, running the 490-mile Colorado Trail in less than eight days. Doug and Melinda McCaw are outdoor enthusiasts from Grand Junction. They're bikers, they're runners, and I first got acquainted with McCaws last year when they were promoting the documentary Chasing the Sky, which chronicled their amazing run over the Colorado Trail from Denver to Durango in 18 days. Now they're back to do it again, but now they're trying to do it in less than half the time. Doug and Melinda, welcome to the show. Tell us why you're heading back to the Colorado Trail. We want to break the fastest known time record on the Colorado Trail. The fastest known time, which is what? The current record is, uh, what is it, seven days, 17 hours, hours. 52 minutes. Seven days, 17 hours. Let's talk about the Colorado Trail first of all and tell us how many miles this is. It's roughly 490 miles. And when you guys did this before, how long did it take you to do this? 18 days. 18 days. And you're going to try to do this in seven days in less than half the time. That is remarkable. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so what is it that compels you to do that, to go for that record? We really want to use this as a way to raise awareness for Elevate Kids, which is the nonprofit that we started from our original run, as well as raise money to help kids. Um, We're really, we've targeted Intermountain Adventist Academy and Kids Aid Backpack Program as the nonprofits that we are raising funds for. So, yeah, it's for a really great cause. And obviously, you guys are outdoor enthusiasts. You are runners. You're bikers. You you love being outdoors. And so this is right up your alley in your wheelhouse. But here's the thing about the Colorado Trail. You said 490 miles. And just for someone to walk this trail, however long it takes, would be a great physical feat. Yeah. And here you guys are running it. And now not only running it, but trying to do it in seven days. So we've done the trail a number of different ways. We've done it mountain biking. We've done a mountain bike run combo. Uh, we've done it all run. And this time we wanted to see, you know, what, what's actually possible. How hard could we push and, and get it done? So this is a bit of a personal challenge as well as a, as well as a nice way to raise awareness and, and raise funds for for some good causes. So what have you learned from your experience on that trail and from what you've done in the past, the challenges that you faced? What can you take from that experience to make this one better and, and increase your chances for success? So we, we know the trail fairly well. Um, you know, we, we've we've seen the entire route that we're that we're going to be doing. Uh, we are going to be doing the route backwards from from what we did a couple of years ago. So um, where does the trail run? The trail runs from Denver to Durango. Uh, we'll be running from Durango to Denver, and um, the there's a there's a collegiate east section and a collegiate west section. Essentially, just south of Twin Lakes, it splits. And it comes back together just past Monarch Pass. The one side goes to the Gunnison side, and one side kind of stays on the um, on the Salida Buena Vista side okay. um, of the Collegiates. And the Collegiate West is a bit higher elevation, and it's uh, really pretty. We, we enjoyed it last time, so we're going to 
going to head back, going to head that direction. And you can see photos from Doug and Melinda's previous trip on the Colorado Trail and more of their story on the Cool app and at cool1079.com. Now, I do some running, but I certainly would not call myself a runner. I have a three-mile limit, and I prefer a relatively flat surface. So uh, I'm hardly a runner, but I do like to run because it's a good way to stay fit. And the Colorado Trail is anything but flat. Melinda, let's talk about the terrain that you'll be covering on this run. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. There is quite a bit of elevation gain. I don't know what the total is going backwards, but when we did it two years ago, it was about 87,000 feet of climbing. Yeah, about 87,000 feet of elevation gain. I think elevation gain, it's a little less going from Durango to Denver, but not a lot less. I mean, you still have to climb over the same points, but Durango is a little bit, is about 1,000, 1,200 foot higher than where you start. Okay, so what kind of weather do you expect to encounter? What are the elements going to be like when you're in the middle of the Colorado Trail? I expect that, you know, uh, that we could have pretty much anything. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, our high point is 13 um, 3. So, you know, you could have pretty much anything on the docket. Um, yeah. As far as weather goes. I expect that we'll get caught in rainstorms for sure. Yep. Last time we were in a uh, hailstorm, that was fun and cold. Yep. And it obviously gets hot, and sometimes it's just perfect. So yeah, a little bit so, of everything. So you have to be prepared for anything, and you can carry a certain amount of gear with you. But talk about the support that you guys have to have for this trek and how the logistics of that along the way. So this one's a little unique compared to the last ones. Because we are trying to cover so much ground every day, it's not really possible or feasible for one support driver like we've had before to meet us at all the points that we want support. So we actually have three, maybe four yeah. support vehicles, and they're kind of going to be leapfrogging. So we won't see the same one at every point. They have a lot of four-wheel drive rough roads to go over, so we might be able to cover the ground faster than them. Okay. which makes it really hard for one driver to get to every point. We've got support sometimes in the, in the 8 to 10 mile range, and then sometimes it's going to be up to 30 miles. So these support vehicles will provide your yeah. tent, your sleeping bags, your your food. Well, yeah. So so you know most most of the support most of the support stops will be food refresh, water refresh. If we need to change change some clothes out or shoes out or do the things that way, those those will, those will be taken care of at those places. Last time we did the trip, we tented every night. This time, we actually have a motorhome that will meet us at the at the at the end of each day. That is one of those things because. The way we're scheduling our days, I think it's going to be going to be that's going to be an important piece. We're essentially trying to do a very early start, and then we'll run late into the evening because because we're really after you know trying to keep a number of hours so we can make the mileage. And you're trying to get about seventy miles a day. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in that range. Um, so when you when you start looking at you know like the seventy miles and 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 looking at at a, at a reasonable average speed on the trail, that's going to put us up in the probably in the fifteen to eighteen hours a day on the trail. I just cannot imagine 15 to 18 hours a day on the trail. I'm doing like 25 minutes when I run, and that is more than enough for me. And Doug and Melinda are going to be doing this for seven straight days. You can see photos from a previous excursion they did on the Colorado Trail and more of their story on the Cool Mobile app and at cool1079.com. 
I'm visiting with Doug and Melinda McCaw as they get ready to embark on an almost unbelievable feat, attempting to run the Colorado Trail 490 miles in less than eight days. Now, they need to cover about 70 miles each day, which is almost like running three marathons every day for seven straight days, a little bit short of three marathons. Now, most of us cannot imagine running even one marathon in one day. 99.9% of us will never run a marathon. Now, I do some running, but it's like two and three miles at a time. Which is tough enough when you're trying to do it at pace. And when I'm running competitively, my pace is around eight minutes a mile, which for me is pretty challenging. And I could go out today and I could run a 5K, 3.1 miles at a nine minute pace and would not be difficult for me at this present time. But at that pace, and if I didn't stop, it would take me over 10 hours to do 70 miles. Now, if I stopped to rest for 15 minutes every seven miles, that would add another two hours to my time. And so now I'm up to 13 hours of trail time. And I cannot imagine that. I could not do that for one day, let alone seven days. So let's talk about preparation for a 490-mile run over the Colorado Trail. When did you guys start training for this, and what exactly does that look like? I think it was September of 2020, about a month after we finished the last run. Yeah, yeah. we, we started pretty close right after the last trip in an effort to, to leverage the fitness we'd gained in the last trip. We've worked to build on that. Um, we went through some, we spent some time working on speed and, 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 you know, kind of building, building systems up so we could go a little faster. And now we've kind of backed out and, and done, focused more on the endurance side of, uh, of it as we've gotten closer. So how confident are you that when the time comes, you will have trained enough and that you're ready for this challenge that's ahead of you? You know, I think we can be very confident, but, you know, it's also one of those things. This is one of those challenges that, you know, you'll know when you, you'll know as you're doing it okay. um, as well. Let's go back to a couple of years ago, Melinda, when you did the run on the trail and it was chronicled and chasing the sky. You had some challenges personally that you were dealing with on that trek. Talk about those and how you fought through those. Uh, it's just more of a mental challenge than anything, really. Just believing that you can do it is mostly what I faced. And I just kept putting one foot in front of the other. You just got to tell yourself you can do it and believe in it. And Fighting just, through things like blisters on your feet? Yeah. About the only injury we really had was I had a blister on one of my feet. And you say just a blister, but people know what those are like, you know, when you have to just to walk on them, let alone run on them just mile after mile after mile. So I can only imagine the the mental fortitude it took to overcome that and just to push through. It was pretty tender. I guess the other thing I had was my feet got really wet in one of the rainstorms. And every day after that, my feet were puffy and just super tender. Um for the rest of the trip, really. Yeah, because there's no way that thing can heal, right? No, you're just going back out on it every day. So, Were you tempted to stop and just to quit and say, Doug, I can't go on? Or did you say that? No, I never said that. Um, I think I'm a little too stubborn. Um, I, didn't, I didn't want all those people that I'd told that I was going to do this to see me fail. And... Uh, That's what kept me going. It's truly fascinating what Doug and Melinda plan to do on the Colorado Trail. We've actually got photos of a previous excursion they did on the trail. It's on the Cool Mobile app and at cool1079.com. When is this going to happen? When are you going to start this new journey on the Colorado Trail? 490 miles in less than eight days. So we're starting July 29. 
at odark30. Okay. Uh, what can people that are listening and reading, what can they do to support your cause and to get behind you on this? We have a Pledge It campaign going, which is a fundraising campaign. And if people would like to donate to help us produce the movie, that would be really helpful. Or they can simply go to our website and donate at elevatekids.org as well, just directly to the cause. Okay. So you're going to do another documentary on this trip. Is that, mm-hmm. is that what I'm that's understanding? The plan, yeah. That's the plan, yeah. And the first one was just so amazing and professionally done. It's not cheap, obviously, to produce something <laughs> like that. So yeah. this is a great way for people to uh, get on board with this and to support the kids and what you guys are doing with Elevate Kids. And just real quick, let's talk about that a little bit more about what you're doing with Elevate Kids and supporting the youth in the community. Elevate Kids has been working to raise money to to support, help support um, Kids Aid, which is a, which has their backpack program, which they support kids um, over the weekend to make sure that they have food to eat. Um, making sure that you know food is one of those important important items for us. So we see helping make sure kids are fed over the weekend is, is a very important item. Intermountain Adventist Academy is also the other nonprofit we were supporting. They provide quality Christian education um, in the Grand Valley, uh, and we th- we see that as a, a very important thing, especially given you know, all the things you hear about education these days. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so that's where the funds are going. We have a number of different fundraisers that we are doing on a regular basis. One was the was the fun run. Um, we're we're going to looking to do that again this next next year as well. The fun run this last year was able to raise for. $14,000. That's awesome. Um, to give back. Fantastic. So, so July 29th, Doug and Melinda will hit the trail starting in Durango, the Colorado Trail, 490 miles. Will there be any updates along the way for us? Or are we going to have to wait until the end to kind of see how it went? So, so we, we have a, a live tracker that will be on the website. So you'll okay. be able to watch us as, as you go. Um, we will be trying to push out updates throughout the trip to that page as well. So there would be some communication coming out. Okay, fantastic. So elevatekids.org, if you'd like to learn more about what they're doing, if you'd like to help out, like to donate and be a part of this effort, elevatekids.org. Doug and Melinda McCaw, we admire you and thank you for coming in and wish you all the best on this trip and can't wait to talk to you on the other side. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Again, if you want to follow Doug and Melinda on their journey over the Colorado Trail, go to ElevateKids.com. I've got photos from their previous excursion, more on their story on the Cool Mobile app and at Cool1079.com. And coming up, more of the greatest hits for your Friday.